This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. You know, Jay, this is somebody's favorite radio show. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I don't They're know. They're listening right now. I don't know where they are, uh, but somebody, uh, my mom is could be on the list. Uh, somebody loves this show. So if that's you, we thank you for joining us. This is the Adam Ritz Show. My name is Adam Ritz. Jay Baker with me on the phone. We are social distancing. And we're talking about public affairs and community service and stuff uh, that hopefully uh, will make you feel good uh, over the next half hour. I wanted to start with a story from Kansas City. It's uh, the ending of football season, which is also always bittersweet for me. I love football season. Uh, you you get out of the national championship college game, and then you realize, oh my gosh, college football is over, and there's only a few NFL uh, playoff games left, and then the Super Bowl, and we're done. I got to wait nine months for football season. So this is bittersweet for me as a football fan. Uh, but here's a great story out of Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes uh, and his personal foundation. It's do you know what his foundation's called? You know, I don't, but I know he does so many great things. <laughs> Well-loved in the community, uh, a great guy, a great kid. I mean, I, I, I'm old enough to be his, his great-grandfather, I think. Uh, his his foundation, I love the name. He's number 15 for the Kansas City Chiefs, and his foundation is called 15 and the Mahomies Foundation. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's, isn't that great? <laughs> uh, if you're on Twitter, you can look them up. Here's the Twitter handle. At 15 and the Mahomies. And uh, that's one in a five. Not spelled 15, but rather the number one five. So at one five and the Mahomies on Twitter. And they recently uh, tweeted that, uh, well, here, I'll just read the tweet to you. School is looking different this year, but we still need to make sure kids have all they need to be successful. We're thrilled to partner with the Chiefs to provide 500 Super Bowl backpacks filled with supplies for deserving children. So that's uh, a story that's been picked up by media across the country. Uh, A few more of the details uh, involved with his uh, backpacks. They're going to be filled with all kinds of uh, goodies, uh, fun stuff, as well as, um, you know, school supplies. Uh, Now that school is, A, uh, back in session for the second semester after the holiday break, and B, uh, back actually in the physical school. Uh, a lot of the restrictions are being lift, lifted, and uh, face-to-face uh, in-person school is uh, is back in a lot of areas, especially in the Kansas City area. And so the goal of uh, the 15 and the Mahomes Foundation is to improve the lives of these children by focusing on communities in need of resources and providing initiatives that focus on health and wellness. And uh, we congratulate uh, Patrick Mahomes and the foundation and everybody involved for doing something to give back to the community. Uh, so I know before the day's over, Jay, you are going to go search out 15 and the Mahomes. Oh, yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, Patrick gives back to the community. And you and I both know that they take their football very seriously in Kansas City. So good for him. Yeah, I, I don't really uh, know who he is. Um, that's not true. 
<laughs> I've never heard of him. I've never heard of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's only the best football player alive, uh, arguably. Um, and we're praying for his uh, health as well. He had a, a, a concussion uh, recently, and uh, we're hoping he's back on the field as soon as possible. Uh, hopefully uh, for the AFC Championship game, and if they uh, win this one um, uh, later on this weekend uh, as the airing of this show, uh, maybe uh, he makes it back to the Super Bowl and we get to see uh, number 15, Patrick Mahomey, uh, back in the big game. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm with you on football. It's always bittersweet. We're getting close to Super Bowl time, which is always fun. It's a chance for you to snack and hang out with your family and uh, watch the great commercials. But then when it's over, it's kind of a sports wilderness for football fans. That's for sure. It is a a sports wilderness. And uh, you got a few weeks until March Madness starts. Uh, And then hopefully wherever you are, the weather gets nicer. And uh, and then you don't need to watch sports. You can actually get outside and, and do some sports, even if that's as simple as walking through your neighborhood. Um, this is the Adam Rich Show. We thank you again for joining us. We're brought to you in part by Vibonomics, an audio software company in retail locations across the country playing in-store music and audio advertisements. You can learn more about them at vibonomics.com or click the Vibonomics logo on our website, which is adamritzshow.com. Maybe easier to spell. Ritz is like uh, the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, very, very classy name. I don't know if you realize that, Jay, but oh. uh, it's very sophisticated here in the Ritz household, and <laughs> our website is adamritzshow.com. Jay Baker, how you been this week? I have been doing great this week. Been looking forward to doing the show with you. We collect a lot of helpful information, interesting information, we think, that you'll like and as adam said we kind of dedicated ourselves can we find some positive stuff we seems to we're we're sort of in a covid funk but i think that we're starting to emerge from that it's going to be a new year and we'll kind of see how that all shakes out so that things are looking positive so if you feel more positive keep it up Uh, speaking of the super bowl the first female of a referee to officiate a Super Bowl. Her name is Sarah Thomas, and she has been named to the Super Bowl officiating crew. I don't know if you saw that. I, you know what? I did not. I've I've seen her through the season, and uh, that's amazing. That's great. I I hope uh, I I wish her eyesight well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Sarah Thomas, who was a collegiate standout, she was a great athlete. Um, and she has worked her way up through the officiating ranks. My brother is a high school referee, so I kind of know a little bit about what they have to go through. Now, obviously, by the time you make it to the pro ranks, you've exceeded many people's wildest expectations, Mm -hmm. but uh, she was the first female to not only be in the NFL, but also the first top collegiate female referee as well so she'll be part of the super bowl crew so look for her down on the field and uh this was an interesting note uh you and i love coaches because coaches obviously are the leaders of success for teams and the both the nfl and the collegiate ranks have been full of tremendous coaches this was a great note bruce arians who's a very very positive guy He's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, 
And he told his players in no uncertain terms, don't look forward to the Super Bowl. And you might say, well, why would a team look past their obvious next big game, which is going to be in the AFC championship, and look towards the next game? Because this year's Super Bowl, by the way, Super Bowl number 55, and Adam, I know you went to all of them, so this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sure, sure, I did. <laughs> you could joke about it, but you couldn't afford it. You know how that right. Goes. Uh, you and I worked one time for a kind of a a very interesting boss, and we'll leave it at that. But his big thing was he would go to the Super Bowl, and he'd always buy full retail tickets, sort of his flashing of his wealth, but. But it was like, you went, you know, he, you talked to him on the phone. How are you doing? Hey, great. I just came back from the Super Bowl. That's the kind of guy you want to get in a headlock. You know what I That's mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bruce Arian said, don't look forward to the Super Bowl. And here's why the Super Bowl number 55 is going to be played in Tampa Bay. And the Bucks are the underdogs. But if the Bucks go on to the Super Bowl, they'll be the first team to play in their home stadium. Oh, ever? Now, ever might be a little bit of a stretch because I believe, and I'd have to double check, the first couple of Super Bowls were played like, you know, when Green Bay and Dallas played each other. It was played in Dallas, I believe. Yeah, that probably makes sense that uh, back in the old championship days, they probably uh, did just pick a site and have the game there. Uh, but in, yeah. in modern uh, history, yeah, that that does make sense. Um, the in first, the modern era, yes. The first so, team to play uh, in their home stadium, that would be very interesting. And it's going to be tough for them to beat the Packers uh, in Green Bay. Uh, a Southern Florida team never does well in Wisconsin in January. <laughs> no, as you have said, you know, winter weather has been a factor in the, the last couple of playoff games, and it is uh, it is certainly going to be, uh, if nothing else, uh, real Wisconsin weather is something that Tampa Bay will have to contend with. But, gee, if, if only Tampa Bay had a quarterback that was used to uh, Boston winters. Oh, hey. Yeah. They oh, have hey. a chance. Yeah, it's real interesting. Uh, you, you know, this show that's beyond our scope, but uh, Tom Brady has brought some real life. Tampa Bay has a very vibrant fan base. In fact, of course, they famously have Pirate Cove in their home stadium, uh, which whenever Tampa Bay scores, and prior to Brady being there, that didn't happen very often, but they would <laughs> blow off cannons out of a galleon replica. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, it is. it's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's very cool stuff. As you well know, Adam, the uh, sports gambling world will be going crazy for all these games. I did a little quick research just because I thought this was interesting. Uh, not every state has the ability for you to bet on sports games, only 18 states and the District of Columbia. And then some of the states have some very odd gambling laws, and I guess that shouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, check local listings, but some states are going to be coming online this uh, upcoming week for sports gambling so if that's something that you would like to pursue it'll happen just about the time the super bowl rolls around in march madness i've heard recently uh, a lot of states uh, a lot of lobbyists are pushing for uh, certain levels of gambling legalization 
especially in uh, restaurants and bars, like to have a, a poker machine, if you will, yeah. or some sort of gambling device in a in a restaurant or, or pub or tavern. And the argument is that now you can gamble on your cell phone, on your device, on your smartphone. You can, wherever you are, if you're inside a tavern or a pub or a restaurant, you can place a bet on the device that's in your hand. Why is it any different to place a bet on a device that's right next to you? So that's what the lobbyists are saying. We'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, once again, uh, you can encounter problems. There are people that have problems with gambling. However, it is a great way for states to generate revenue from something that kind of people want already, but that's, I don't want to be editorializing that one. Uh, Holiday retail sales were better than expected. In fact, they were better than last year, about 8.3%, which is great news for the economy. $209 billion with a B was spent over the holidays. And I would have to imagine the, uh, the percentage on online shopping was through the roof. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. The roof. And that's probably why sales were up. You're bored. You can't go out. You, you, you're under quarantine. You feel like you're under quarantine. What is there to do? Let's get online and buy something. <laughs> yep. It's called retail therapy, and I approve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the fast food mecca of the United States. It might surprise you. It is our island state of Hawaii. What? The, yes. The concentration of restaurants to population, there are almost 100 restaurants per 100,000 Hawaiians. Okay, so not we're not talking fast food. It's any and all restaurants? Uh, this is specifically fast food. So there are almost 100 fast food restaurants per 100,000 in Hawaii. So they have the greatest concentration. Of restaurants. Well, you know that I don't think of uh, a Whopper with cheese when I think of the Big Island. Uh, no, maybe, you do not. Maybe I should go to Honolulu and have a Whopper. <laughs> I think you should. I mean, you what better be able to find a place? There yeah. is no better place to enjoy a Whopper than the Big Island. Hawaii. Yeah, that's why I laughed at that, because as you said, you would think, you know, hey, I'm going to get some exotic dish. No, you're going to get a Big Mac and yeah. enjoy it. You want some coconut <laughs> uh, pineapple coleslaw? No, I'll have a Whopper with cheese, please. Yep, I'll have a Whopper. Uh, now, of course, that's the greatest population uh, per, or that's the greatest number of restaurants per people, but the most fast food restaurants, this shouldn't surprise anybody, the state of California, which has nearly 40 million citizens, there are 32,500 fast food restaurants in California. And 30,000 of them are Del Tacos. I enjoy that place. <laughs> uh, been to that the one uh, near Cal State Northridge several times. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. If you, if you uh, find a fast food place that other states don't have, you must go there. I think that's just something that you have to do. In and out burger, baby. Absolutely. In and out burger. Everybody uh, uh, east of the Mississippi River is dying to have an In and Out burger. Everybody west of the Mississippi River is dying to have a steak and shake burger. Ah, there are no yes. steak and shakes on the West Coast. My aunt lives in Seattle. She is 
first thing she does when she goes to the to the east is she goes to Steak and Shake. I'm not even kidding. When she gets off the plane, she takes a cab or her rental car directly to Steak and Shake. I don't doubt it. As you said, you crave what you cannot have or isn't readily available. Um, here's a great story. A 17-year-old kid, a kid, now, you know, kid makes it sound like, oh, he's just a kid. 17-year-old teenager in Canada was snowmobiling with friends, got separated from his group, got lost. And instead of this being a sad story, he actually parked his snowmobile in a very prominent location and then built a snow cave for himself, stayed put, and later the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and some rescue people found him and brought him to safety. Smart kid. I, yeah, I, but that's I what they have, were saying. Yeah, I wouldn't have known what to do. No. Um, a snow cave? <laughs> he oh built a snow cave, so good for him. Uh, I guess this is a good tip. I don't know if this could work everywhere, but it, I, I thought that was an interesting story that uh, sometimes you always think uh, – You'd panic in that situation, but he apparently uh, did all the right stuff and is now alive to tell a pretty cool story. How long was he stranded? He was stranded for about two and a half days. Oh, my gosh. In, yeah. uh, in Canadian winter weather in a snow yeah. cave that he built? <laughs> he built a snow cave. I mean, talk about <laughs> one-upping everybody for the rest of your life when they when you start telling stories. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> you think that's crazy? about my story. Yeah, <laughs> Here's a cool story. A very large grocery store chain, Kroger, is trying out a new shopping cart. And I don't know if you saw this, Adam. No. What's, what's it do? It's a shopping cart where you basically put your items in. And then once you have completed your shopping experience, you just swipe your card right there on the shopping cart. Then you head out to the parking lot. The shopping cart actually has a scale inside the cart. So if you put in produce, which usually is sold by weight, it computes all that. Then it has a screen on the cart that lets you know where all the grocery items that you might need are located within the store. And it also gives you some suggestions of some things uh, that you might want to purchase to go along with what you've already placed inside the cart. That's amazing. It really makes you think, you know, in in 20 years, in the year 2041, if there will be any human beings working in retail, if you can just walk into the store, fill your cart, and the machine, uh, the device tallies it and your, your card gets charged automatically, your bank account, direct deposit. I mean, I don't know if you and I will have a job. Uh, <laughs> let alone a cashier to a grocery store. It's That's really kind of scary to think about where people are going to make a living. Yes. Well, it certainly have, does change things a lot. And this came up for Kroger because they thought to themselves, how do we make the store experience even safer? Because as you know, COVID has been a game changer for a number of of retail establishments. That's true. Less less touch points, less people, less germs, less everything. Right. How can you keep it safe? And that this was sort of their idea. Uh, you could either buy bags at the store or use those re reusable grocery bags, but ostensibly you wouldn't have any interaction 
with a fellow human. You would put the stuff in your specially designed shopping cart, uh, swipe your card, and wheel it out the door. Unbelievable. Soon, and then they'll they'll soon have uh, virtual reality goggles that you can put on and uh, send uh, your your robot simulator into the store for you to do the shopping for you. <laughs> Absolutely. I was thinking that your cart would uh, strongly suggest to you that you had not gone down the candy aisle enough times just yet. Well, if you were suggesting that uh, it charged <laughs> you by the weight of what you had in the cart, I would be buying a lot of marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm really saving some money now. I do love marshmallows. So uh, oh, I'm in luck funny. when they start charging by the, by the pound. That's funny. You mentioned robots. The Consumer Electronics Show occurred not too long ago. They did the virtual edition. Uh, this show uh, usually traditionally is held in Las Vegas. And Adam, you'll be pleased to know because I used to work in the electronics business. Uh, this Vegas show was just used for Midwest guys to, quote, go look at new products. But interestingly... It was in a town where there was a casino. Huh. How could that have happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. No distractions here. We're looking at new electronics. Yes, we are. Uh, one of the items is a robot. There's some interesting new products have come out of this. And two or three manufacturers were displaying some new robots. But here's kind of a spin on the robot thing, we've all seen the robot that goes around your house and does the vacuuming. Yeah, I have uh, one. I uh, got one for the holidays and uh, it does a great job. And I don't have cool. to do anything. <laughs> that No, that is like great. Do you, have you got it uh, switched on so it just follows your kids around? As they leave a trail of breakfast cereal everywhere. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's tuned to just as soon as I'm done eating uh, Cheez-Its, it just comes right in after me to, to suck up the crumbs. It knows Cheez-Its dust. It's, yep. it's technologically advanced. Uh, but this particular robot has an array of lights, UV lights, and it goes around the room sanitizing your house. Uh, once again, another product that sort of became more important as we deal with COVID issues. That is a great idea. I think so, too. So that was a cool thing. How about this one? A face mask that also has a built-in microphone and earbuds. I thought that was a great product. Well, and it uh, syncs Bluetooth to your device? That's what it is going to be doing, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I when I go out, I wear a mask and, you know, I'm fritzing around the neighborhood talking on my phone and, you know, I, I sound like Mr. Mumbles. So if I had the built-in microphone, I'd be uh, the king of England. Boy, it'd be great if you could uh, have your microphone overtake any public speaker. And, <laughs> and with, with the face mask, like nobody would see your mouth move, so they wouldn't know you were talking. No, you could, it would you be could perfect. Really, you could really make some fun announcements, couldn't you? You uh, could have some fun. Hey, I thought of you when I saw this. There is a company called Cold Snap, and they have a machine not unlike K-Cups where you can put in these pods, and it serves up frozen desserts. You can either choose from ice cream or yogurt, or you could get a shake. And it has to do with uh, just sits on the counter. You pop in the pod, 
and voila. And it's not commercial. It's to sit on your home counter? It's to sit on your home counter because, right. yes, as you said, there's a, a lot of companies now that have the ability to produce, uh, you know, uh, frozen yogurts and uh, milkshakes in store. But this is one that you'd have at your house. Right. I've seen I've seen the machines at the uh, convenience stores. Uh, I've seen uh, an automatic yogurt vending machine at uh, at the airport, at several airports. Uh, to have a, a home version uh, on my counter next to my coffee maker, yes, please. Send me the link to that if you wouldn't mind. I'd like to do some more research on that. <laughs> you better. It's called Cold Snap, and it looks it looks great. Cold Snap, yes. <laughs> it's kind of too bad we're not in the office because the minute I saw it, I thought we have some coworkers that would insist that we get one of these immediately, if not sooner. Yeah, and his name's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. enough of the free snacks. I need a free frozen yogurt is what I need. Uh, there is a new web search, uh, and we've always talked about, you know, web search has been ubiquitously Google, Yahoo through the years. But there's a company called DuckDuckGo that's created a new web search engine. And part of the reason they've done this is they said that more people are concerned about privacy. Even when you're making innocuous uh, uh, searches, you and I have chatted a couple of times about how if you go look at snow boots, next thing you know, you're on a website for something else, and then there's this big advertisement for snow boots. And you know why it's there, because they want you to buy some snow boots. But some people are finding that a bit disconcerting, so they've started using DuckDuckGo, which is available online PC, or you can also get the app for your Android or iPhone. So that way, when I search Cold Snap, the first thing I <laughs> don't see is an ad for Planet Fitness. <laughs> because they know I could probably use some exercise if I'm searching yeah. for Cold Snap. Okay, and it's DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo.com? DuckDuckGo.com. Is that going to catch on like the way people say Google that? Are people going to say, hey, just uh, DuckDuckGo that? I don't know if that rolls off my tongue. I don't know, but you know, and and you are the king of this, and, and you are far better at this than I, but the clever name is mandatory when rolling out a product. Yeah, I it don't know. absolutely has to connect. I don't know if Duck Duck Go is a verb. Why don't you just Duck Duck Go that? <laughs> but yeah. you know what? Everybody thought the same thing when uh, Google Google came out. Like, what, oh, what is this word? Goodness. And now it's just uh, it, it's just uh, uh, it's so deep in our vernacular. It's just it's a verb. It's a noun. It's everything, and it just rolls off the tongue. So maybe I'm going to give Duck Duck Go a chance, and uh, later today I'm going to Duck Duck Go some cold snap and sure, see what I absolutely. find. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. We rely now uh, that we're inside a whole lot more on our streaming services. Paramount just uh, announced that they are going to have a streaming service called Paramount Plus. It will roll out on March 4th. And Paramount, of course, you know, obviously, whenever you have any kind of streaming service, you want to have a big library and Paramount will be able to tap into their extensive movie library. I, I so, can't keep track. I mean, well, that's Disney why I Plus, it up. you can't keep you, up. The Peacock came out, HBO Max, everybody's got a streaming platform now. And 
You know, they're seven to ten bucks each a month, which when there were only two to choose from, Hulu and then Disney Plus comes out, or maybe you had Netflix, you're like, okay, I can do this. There's two or three a month. I can spend uh, 20 or 30 bucks a month. Well, in the next couple of years, you're going to be spending $1,000 a month on all your streaming platforms. So somebody better uh, compile all these into one one overall encompassing app that has all of them. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to be able to do them. Well, it's difficult to do. And it was funny that you brought it up organically. That is kind of what's going on because the uh, – last big streaming service to launch is discovery plus and that's the company that controls uh, hgtv and animal planet and all those networks and they have an extensive library now they have an interesting platform and i'd love to hear your take on this okay they we've got about mo- 40 seconds left so let's 40 uh, seconds okay they have a uh, one rate to pay if you don't mind seeing ads and a rate that's two dollars less uh or excuse me uh less if or it's more if you don't want ads yeah i i happily would pay rather pay two bucks to not see an ad um there and you i go. do that all the time on uh on on our streaming services and my kids will say the same thing dad it's free over here and i'm like yeah but i don't want to stop every 12 minutes and watch three minutes of ads um so there you go very interesting stuff from Jay Baker. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, For our listeners, especially that one that thinks this is their favorite show of all time, thank you for listening. And you can hear all of our past episodes in podcast form on our website, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.